financial literacy, and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. Welcome back to Financial Fitness. I'm Jess Tyler along with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum, and we are talking about the envelope system. You know, the way you said that, it sounded like a new movie, (laughs) a scary movie like Alfred Hitchcock should write it or something, yeah. The envelope system. So if you're a TikTok person, uh, you're seeing this all over the place right now. It's simply been relabeled like one of our envelopes. Mm -hmm. Now it's called cash stuffing. Okay. That doesn't even sound appetizing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Cash stuffing. But, okay, that's what we're calling it now. It's the same darn system. You take some sort of an envelope and you label it. This one's for groceries. This one's for gas. This one's for summer camp. Whatever the things are that you have to spend money on. And you apportion a certain amount of money to those envelopes. You can write anything you want on the outside of them. The goal here is to put the right amount of money in the envelopes and not have to steal from one envelope to fund another. But I promise you at some point you will. Something will come up and you'll say, where am I going to get this money from? Because we are out of groceries and our grocery envelope is empty. And you'll start to look at your envelopes and you'll say, geez, I, you know what? This thing for our vacation fund over here is the only place we can take it from. Mm-hmm. Boy, I really want that vacation. You'll start to rethink what's in the cabinet. Can I, can I make a meal out of what I've got in the cabinet? Well, let me ask you a question. If you're going to be doing this envelope stuffing, then cash stuffing, is it better to take from one envelope for the other or to just charge it? The envelope. Take from the envelope. <laughs> I can't believe you asked me that, but I wish that you did. But that's the problem, is the psychology you brought up before, is that the last thing you want to do is steal from one envelope to fill another one. Mm -hmm. That's what will give you the pause to keep yourself in check. You might still have to do it. You might really be out of groceries, and you might really need to sacrifice some money from your vacation fund. But you know what? You will have a visual. You'll have a tactile feel on it. You will have some accountability, and you will actually feel that little twinge or pain, depending on how much you want that vacation, Mm -hmm. of taking the money out of that fund to buy groceries. In other words, inflation will show up more readily by doing an envelope system and having something in front of you than it will otherwise. And the reason that we're talking about this today is that I do a lot of forecasting. What I do for people is to look into the future and say, here's where you are today. Where are we going? How are we going to get there? And when we add a variable like inflation in, if you don't adapt now, you will be great for my business in the future, but I will be (laughs) unhappy for you. Uh, Because that's how it works. What's going on right now, credit card companies are loving this. Oh, my gosh, there's inflation. Let's give people more available credit. I promise you, if you haven't gotten them yet, you are about to get statements in the mail that say, um, mailings in the mail that say, Congratulations, we've raised your credit limit. We've mm-hmm. increased your credit limit. They, didn't know, ask. Yeah, they know everybody needs the money. Yeah, you didn't ask for it. And they're going to charge you you know, a ridiculous rate of interest for it. Mm-hmm. But where are you going for this money? So, all right, so the envelope system, cash stuffing, whatever you want to call it, that's what you can do to sort of get a, a visual on your money and start to really uh, reel some things in before it becomes a problem. Because if you keep charging, if you keep using your debit card, If you keep going upside down for this, you will have nowhere else to go. Mm. And we don't know how long inflation will last. 
but we know it will come again. So this is a good skill to learn right now. Okay, let's talk about some of the things you can do to curb your expenses right now uh, in preparation for even harder times if we should happen to fall on them, but just to try to make room for some of the things you do want, like a vacation, for okay. instance. Okay, so one of the things you have to do first with this envelope system is to prioritize. So as I said, the car, the mortgage, things like that should go at, at the beginning. By the way, mortgage companies will hate me for this. You pay your car payment first. Really? If you, if you are in crisis management mode and you have to figure out what's going to get paid first, it's your car because they will repossess your car. Quicker than they'll kick you out. Banks must hate me for saying this stuff, <laughs> but that's exactly right. They will repossess your car faster than they will foreclose on your house. Mm. And what do you need to get yourself to work? A your car. car. Yeah. I'm not suggesting you pay your car twice and you don't pay your house. I'm suggesting there is a certain priority to these kinds of things. Yeah, okay. that's a good point. So the first place people go to trim back on things, always, you probably know it, when I say, where do you spend your money? Oh, we know we spend too much. What would you say it is? I'd say going out to eat. You're very close. It is. It's either groceries or going out to eat. Mm-hmm. It is always food. Yeah. And but by the way, what? food at the grocery store has been astronomical lately. <sighs> It's incredible. Yeah. The one thing you absolutely need, well, you need what? Food, clothing, shelter, mm-hmm. right? Most of us have some shelter and some food. I mean, that we can, I mean, some shelter and some clothing that we can sustain ourselves with, but the food keeps coming. Right. And yet that is the number one place people say they're going to trim back. Can you cut back? Yes, you can cut back. Now, you know, we're going to talk about coupon cutting. Nobody cuts coupons anymore, but you don't even have to cut them anymore. Yeah, you, <laughs> you clip can them just, on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Go on the internet, get some coupons. Start thinking about which stores you shop at and what you buy there. Do you really need all the organic groceries from the fancy store that you go to? Can, if you really need organic, can you get them from a different kind of store? Mm-hmm. Can you fund a farm stand, which is coming up in our season here soon? Um, can you spend some money locally and do the same thing and, and keep it within your budget? Can you grow the food? Now, this is not a license for everybody who wants to garden to spend $7,000 on their garden this year because they think it's going to be worth it for vegetables. Do the math, okay? When it comes to gardening, you can take, uh, people will laugh at me for this, but I do it every year. You can take, uh, let's say, tomatoes from last year's plant that you had, you know, or, or a, I hate to say a grocery store tomato, but a tomato. Save one of your tomatoes or two of your tomatoes, flick the seeds out with your thumb, put them on a paper towel, let them dry, stick them in a dark envelope in your basement for the winter. Mm-hmm. Come spring, pull them off the paper towel, stick them in dirt. I promise you, you will have more tomatoes than you know what to do with, and they were my favorite price, just Zero. Free. Yeah. That's right. My favorite price is free. So you can do this with a lot of different kinds of vegetables. You do not have to go out and spend $4 a plant, $5 a plant, and put them in fully grown. Does it take a little work? Yeah. But your kids can have fun helping you, and you can grow some vegetables. You can also use other kinds of stores, big box stores. You can get a partner to go with you in case you don't want seven months' worth of toothpaste. Uh, you know, you can break it up. So get creative about what you're doing for groceries. And the local um, farmers do the food share thing, too, which sometimes you can get a deal on that and get that delivered. That's- that's a great idea, a co-op, a food share, um, the community gardening things. If you don't have land of your own, you can do community gardening. 
Uh, My sister just got eight chickens, so she keeps trying to give me eggs. At this point, I'm just going to take them. Yeah, take the eggs, take the eggs. You know, one of the things your sister could do if she's got that many eggs is set up a little on-your-honor egg stand, you know, start bringing some money back in for those chickens. Yeah, for sure, because they're doing like five or six or seven eggs a day, so you add those up, and it's a lot of eggs. Yeah, and that's another point is I don't know what you spend to get chickens and what you feed chickens, you Mm -hmm. know, how much it costs to feed chickens, but balance that against the egg quotient, Right. right? So think about those things. Or trade the eggs with somebody else who's got something that you need. Mm -hmm. So trade eggs for some broccoli or whatever they're growing. Okay. Second place I see people spend a lot of money. I'm going to just go with a couple of more things here. But one is internet, uh, cable, TV cable costs. Almost everyone needs the internet these days, and we're all pretty much stuck paying for it. But the cable TV costs that I see are amazing. Crazy. It's nothing to see a couple hundred bucks a month for a family to watch TV. Yeah, we, I dropped mine for that very reason. I, I do like Hulu and Netflix, but I dropped the cable because it was like 160 a month, and it yeah. was just insane. And there's so many ways to do it. I mean, so many ways. I'm not an expert in this. Just Google it. You've got Roku. You've got... Uh, I use DirecTV now, which is not DirecTV with a dish. It's a it's an internet program. My bill is like $55 a month. Mm-hmm. I add... Netflix, you know, so you can do a lot of these things and you can do them well. And people, the biggest excuse I hear is people say, I can't get my local channels or what about the news? There are ways to do it. Pretty easy ways to do it. Yeah. Smart TVs are pretty inexpensive these days. Uh, There's all kinds of ways to cut the cable. So you can start thinking about that. The other excuse I hear is if I unbundle, it will cost me more. Don't believe them. When, when you call them and they say, well, if you unbundle, it's going to cost you more, just tell them, well, then I'm going to change my carrier and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Cell phone bills. Oh, my gosh. Again, two, $300 a month for cell phone bills. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because we pay for my sister, my kids, whatever. Okay. If you have a high cell phone bill, first thing you should pay attention to is, are you buying your phone and paying for it with your cell phone bill? And I'm, if I'm, so, guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Yeah, so many people do it because they make it so easy. You can just get a cell phone uh, this way and, and you'll be fine. Right. But you can also buy your cell phone unlocked for a lot less money somewhere else mm-hmm. and just pay for your service. That might be a time when it makes sense for you to put it, say, on a credit card if you can't afford to buy it in cash. Try to find a 0% credit card and pay it off like you would with financing it through the carrier okay. and just pay for your service. So think about that. Also, if you're low income, and you can define that by the government tables, you can go to SafeLink, safelink.org, I believe it is, and you can get a free smartphone with 300 months of data every month. And if you don't use it all, it rolls over, so it'll increase. So if you have college-age kids or kids that aren't living at home or people that have low income, stop paying their giant cell phone bills and send them to SafeLink and get a free cell phone with some free service. And you, all you have to do is redo the application every year, and it's really simple. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see if I have it. I mean, there's so many things you could do. Uh, but let's talk about the last thing you could do. You could increase your earnings in some way. And you might think this is the worst thing, worst time to do this mm-hmm. because it's feeling inflation. Yeah. But you won't know if you don't ask. You could ask for a raise. Ooh. You could say, a raise in so long, and inflation's killing me, and I'm going to have to think about taking a job at higher income. Can you do anything? And just be really nice about it. I know that you're feeling the effects of inflation as well, but can you do anything here to help me out? Mm -hmm. And probably the last tip I'll give for the moment, although I could talk forever about this stuff. We'll have to do a part two. 
Yeah, we could do a part two, part three. You know, we could do it forever. Um, but if you have spaces that are full of things you don't use, start thinking about selling them. It could not be easier to do these days. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to have a major physical tag sale. You can just take pictures and throw them up on on the Internet, on one of the sites, Facebook Marketplace, whatever. People used to use Craigslist a lot. I hear that's still out there. Uh, and start selling some of the stuff that you truly don't need. You'll get the satisfaction of cleaning out a space, and you'll bring some income in. And somebody else will get a deal on something, and you'll help them with inflation, too. Yeah, that's a great idea. I need to do that. Oh, uh, I keep saying one last thing, but one last thing. (laughs) When you're doing your book system or you're planning your budget, Mm -hmm. uh, don't forget that holidays continue to come every year. So don't ignore that and say, well, we just won't spend any money this year. Plan for it. And if you're using this sort of budget system or envelope system and you want really something that's fully customizable and flexible and it can work with this envelope system, Mm -hmm. uh, then you can use our Hug Your Budget tool along with that. And, you know, it's completely flexible and dynamic and you just customize it however you want. And then that will help you to see what envelopes you need. You just label your envelopes accordingly. And whether you put real cash or fake cash in doesn't really matter as long as you have a tangible feel. Well, perfect. And I'm glad you brought that up because they can check that out at HugYourMoney.com. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. All right, perfect. And your phone number? 413-773-3333. All right, as always, this always flies by and I've always got 9 billion other things. But as we said, we could have a a part two because it's definitely, I don't think inflation is going anywhere for a little while. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. All right, thank you so much. This has been Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram. Another episode coming up next Saturday right here on WHMP.